Podcast Help Desk number 52 for June 12th, 2015. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. The Podcast Help Desk is now part of the Modern Life Network. Check out more great shows over at modernlifepodcastnetwork.com. Podcast Help Desk is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Check out more family-friendly shows at techpodcasts.com. You can always find the full show notes for each episode at podcasthelpdesk.com. Now, on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the case may be. This is your host, Mike. And, of course, this is Podcast Help Desk number 52, but I said that at the beginning, didn't I? Let's see a lot of a lot of stuff going on around the uh, Academy of Podcasters, uh, their awards, their uh, Hall of Fame. So let's just get right into uh, some of the news. The Hall of Fame has now been fully announced for the Academy of Podcasters. Uh, the first induction class, uh, inaugural Hall of Fame inductees. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'll go through the list and a little bit about them. Adam Curry, of course, uh, those of you that have been around podcasting for a long time know Adam Curry as the podfather. He's also a uh, video disc jockey on MTV. And he does a very popular show now with John C. Dvorak called The No Agenda Show. But uh, him and uh, Dave Weiner pretty much invented podcasting back in the day. Way back in the day as... uh, as Dave Jackson would say. But anyway, Adam was the uh, first inductee. And then, uh, let's see, we got Danny Pena. Danny Pena is the founder and host of Gamertag Radio. Uh, It's an independent online gaming website dedicated to gaming in the gaming community and was founded in 2005. And there's just a whole lot of uh, information there. I'll have links to all this in the show notes. But uh, Danny Pena is one of them. Leo Laporte, of course, uh, most everybody that's been around podcasting for any length of time knows Leo. He has a uh, syndicated radio show on the weekends. Uh, Tech Guy is the name of the podcast, or podcast name of the the radio show. Of course, I listen to it via podcasting, so to me, it's a podcast. But he's also the founder of the uh, Twit Network, uh, This Week in Tech. And does uh, several shows over there, and there's several other shows that Leo is not on. But uh, Leo has been around since the beginning, and uh, congratulations to to Leo. Mer Lafferty, she's uh, in the Podcast Hall of Fame initial class, and she's a podcaster and writer from Durham, North Carolina, and she made her name with podcasting with uh, Geek Fu Action Grip, I Should Be Writing, The Angry Robot Podcast, and Escape Pod. And she's uh, been around podcasting for a really long time and uh, was one of the, the first podcasters. Very cool. So, Mur Lafferty. Scott Sigler. Scott Sigler is now a uh, New York Times bestselling author, but when he first started out, he uh, podcasted his his novels as, you know, as he wrote them. I don't know if it was as he wrote them, but he did it kind of as a weekly series and he's done it ever since. So, you know, all of his, all of his books have been podcasted. Uh, Scott Sigler, let's see what some of his books, uh, the Galactic Football League was my favorite, but uh, he's done uh, just a ton of the uh, sci-fi books and, and whatnot. And, very cool. So Scott Sigler and the final inductee, which was announced a few days ago, is Todd Cochran. Todd Cochran is the executive producer of Geek News Central and host. And that's a uh, twice-weekly audio and video tech show. And he's been doing it you know, 10 years, a uh, bit over a 1,000 episodes. And he was one of the first podcasters I listened to back then. Of course, he's now my boss over at Blueberry. He's the CEO of Raw Voice, which is the parent company of Blueberry and Tech Podcast Network and all that. And 
lives over in Honolulu, Hawaii, as uh, most of you probably know. And uh, Todd's kind of lucky this weekend. Uh, on Sunday, he gets to go to the uh, Michigan uh, NASCAR race and gets to hang out with uh, Danica Patrick and uh, the whole uh, Stuart Haas racing team. Uh, he's going there because of one of his longtime sponsors, GoDaddy, who's also currently sponsoring Danica Patrick, but I think that ends at the end of this year. But anyway, congratulations to Todd and all the rest for getting into the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame. And so while I'm uh, still talking about the Academy of Podcasters, they're also putting on their first ever uh, podcast awards. Uh, the award show will be July 31st, it's a Friday, in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, in conjunction with uh, Podcast Movement 15. And they've got all their nominees out on the website. And I don't know as I'll go through all of them, but... Uh, some pretty uh, big names in there and some uh, not-so-big names in there. They've got uh, see a business category, comedy category, entertainment category, food and drink, games and hobbies, ideas and education. That could be just about anything. I think this podcast would fit in that, wouldn't it? we got lifestyle and health, music and commentary, uh, news and politics, Parenting, Family, and Kids, Science and Medicine, Society and Culture, Spirituality and Religion, Sports, and Technology. And uh, congratulations to uh, my friend Dave Jackson from uh, School of Podcasting. He was nominated in the Technology category, although I think that might fit better in uh, education, but uh, yeah, what the heck. And there's a few other uh, friends of the show in uh, this bunch here, but it should be an interesting show. I'm pretty sure they're going to uh, be live streaming it. I'm not going to be at uh, Podcast Movement. I uh, made that decision this week. Just too many uh, other irons in the fire, and uh, as far as uh, Blueberry, they've got it covered. So uh, I'm just going to stay home and... uh, Enjoy the somewhat cooler weather up here than what's going to be in Dallas, Fort Worth in July and the first part of August. Congratulations to all the nominees, and go check out that list. Links in the show notes, as I say over and over again. David Unge left me a question to answer on this show, and his question goes like this. I have a Behringer Q802 USB hooked to a Heil PR40. A friend of mine wants to sell his PreSonos Fire Studio audio interface. Should I get it? Would it make any sort of changes? Did you discuss this on a previous episode? My answer is no, I haven't discussed this on a previous episode. So very good. And uh, David found me through uh, Dave Jackson, he says. So uh, thanks, Dave Jackson, for uh, sending David over here to uh, ask his question. Now, my answer about the pre-Sonos uh, is I don't know a lot about it, to be completely honest with you. But it looks li- like it'd be nice. Uh, it's a nice rack mount thing. So if you got a, a nice rack mount, that might be kind of cool to put in there. But I don't see any obvious advantages over the Behringer Mixer. Uh, it'd be kind of a lateral move. Uh, you know, it looks like the pre-Sonos is, is just a uh, maybe, I don't know if it's fancier or less fancy, but it's it does basically what a mixer does. So I don't see any uh, real point to it. Other than, Otherwise, you know, if you like the uh, form factor or you like the, uh, the features it might have over the Behringer, but you know, those Behringer mixers are, are nice, and uh, you know, the Behringer you have has USB. So, if you know, using a USB interface, I use an analog mixer into a USB sound card, so kind of the same thing, but you know, not quite. So, I, I don't see any great advantage to it other than if you like the looks of it, uh, it's not going to change your sound appreciably, I wouldn't think. The Behringer does have very good. Uh, 
preamps for uh, the PR40. The PR40 needs, you know, decent, clean preamps and needs a lot of it. <laughs> That's one thing about these uh, big dynamic microphones is they do need a lot of oomph. So, you know, your mileage may vary with the uh, pre-Sonos, but I, I would imagine it has good preamps in it as well, but you never know. But uh, if you're happy with the sound the way it is, I don't know, you might want to just leave it well enough alone. And that, you know, that goes with a lot of the equipment. You know, if somebody buys a new microphone, you know, that's not necessarily, it's not going to get you more listeners. You know, you might like it. You know, it's like I've got several mics to choose from around here and all of them sound roughly the same, you know, just decent quality. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of difference except for, in my case, the form factor and the way they look, uh, the PR40, of course, does have a little bit deeper sound. I try to mitigate that a little bit because I don't want to, you know, rattle people's windows because you know, I don't have a really deep voice, but I don't really want to sound like I have a deep voice because I don't. So, you know, you want to sound natural, and I guess that's the thing that I would always say about a microphone is, you know, if it sounds decent, sounds natural, and you like the way it looks and like the way, you know, you can handle it and all that, you know, Use it. Use it. You know, I've got lots of mics around here. Got the PR40. I've got the uh, RE20. I got, you know, a bunch of these little uh, Behringer XM8500s, two or three of them laying around that I use for various things. And of course, I've got the ubiquitous uh, Audio Technica 2100. And I like that one fine. I use that mobile a lot. And you know, stuff like that doesn't really gain you any listeners as long as you have good, clean audio and and all that, and, and you like the way it looks. I, you know, the reason I got the uh, PR40 hanging here versus the uh, RE20 is I don't like the RE20's mount. I think it's hideous and big and gets in the way, but it sounds good. So, you know, it's all uh, what you want to do. Uh, I like the PR40 just the way it looks. I like their uh, shock mount better than... Uh, then the uh, RE20, I know that sounds weird, but, uh, you know, that's just me. And I don't want to have to handhold my mic, so I've got the uh, the boom and all that. I like the, the mixer that I have. It's I've also rack-mounted my mixer. So, you know, with the pre-Sonos, it's a, it's a uh, normal height rack-mount device versus a uh, big flat device like a, uh, a mixer, a full mixer is. So that might be desirable depending on where uh, or what uh, David does when he uh, podcasts. You know, it depends on how his studio's laid out. But, uh, you know, I just, you know, everybody likes things a different way and all that. Uh, you know, the, the, the big thing is, is audio quality. So, you know, is it going to improve your audio quality to get the uh, pre-Sonos? Probably not. Is it going to hurt your audio quality? Probably not. So it just, it's down to, uh, do you like it? Does it work for you? Then use it. And that brings us to the blueberry tip of the week. Now, blueberry, among other things, is a podcast directory. A lot of people don't know about that or didn't, you know, haven't discovered that yet, but if you go to uh, blueberry.com and click on the Explore site, that's the uh, directory. Now, changes are coming to that. There's a uh, streetinsider.com press release uh, that uh, tells about blueberries expanding the directory, and uh, that's going to happen fairly soon now, I think. We're going to expand the directory from... 30-something thousand shows to a couple hundred thousand shows, and it's going to become more of a uh, multi-purpose directory rather than just a directory of podcasts that happen to be uh, affiliated with Blueberry in some way. So uh, it's going to be a more general-purpose directory, and it should be pretty cool. But it's important to, to uh, update and maintain your listing at Blueberry. So if you're in the Blueberry directory currently... Then you ended up. You had to have put it there, and you've got a, a Blueberry account. Uh, you know, you may not remember it, but you do. <laughs> so, and if you're doing like I suggest, you're either hosting there or using 
blueberry statistics, and so you're familiar with it. But if not, if you just uh, threw your podcast up there in the directory and that's all you've done so far, you might want to go check it and make sure everything is up to date over there because, you know, sometimes things change and, you know, you don't always change everything at all the directories that you're listed in. So it's pretty simple to do this. You log into your Blueberry account at Blueberry.com. You go to the Manage Account area and then look for Settings. And and under Settings, there's Program Listing Settings. It's one of the first things you need to do. You go in there and you make sure you have all the blanks filled out. Uh, Let me bring up mine here so that I can follow along as I talk. But the Program Listing Settings... Uh, gives you your Blueberry listing homepage, and that's where you would check to see what your listing looks like at Blueberry. Uh, below that is your feed URL. Now, a lot of people that are on the Blueberry directory that have Blueberry hosting for some reason, and we're working on this, for some reason have gotten through without putting a feed address in this uh, feed URL area. And that's all fine and dandy. Your listing at Blueberry won't update. You know, if you're running it off your WordPress site, like I suggest. But, you know, what what's nice about having it in there is if you guys call me for tech support, I can go into your account and I say, oh, okay, this is the, the feed that uh, you're using, and I can troubleshoot from there. I don't have to ask you, hey, what's your feed address? Same thing with the iTunes listing URL. Now, what the iTunes listing URL is, is when you first got approved for the iTunes store, they sent you a URL. And that URL, uh, let's see, where did I put that? And then, anyway, uh, it's it's a URL. We'll go into that a little bit uh, later in the show, what the, the uh, listing URL is. But basically, it's if you search on, on Google for uh, your podcast title, and then put iTunes in there, chances are you'll come up with a listing URL, and it'll look something like, uh, you know, http colon slash slash itunes.apple.com slash podcast slash title, the title of your podcast, slash ID and a bunch of numbers. And then sometimes there's some question marks and equal signs and weird things after the numbers, but really it's just the numbers that are important after the rest of the URL. So you want to put that in there, in the iTunes listing URL block. And then you want to make sure you're in the right category at Blueberry. So in my case, with the uh, one I'm looking at, Mike Dell's World, it's the general category because there's really not a category. It's just a uh, goofy little podcast that I do uh, just for me. And if anybody else wants to listen, awesome. MikeDell.com Then you want to put your parental rating in there. And that's important because if you want to be featured on Blueberry, and featured on Blueberry is not what some people think it is. Being featured on Blueberry just means you're going to be in the featured list of the last 50 episodes posted uh, on the uh, directory, uh, you know, and you start out at number one, and then if somebody else uploads one and that's network-wide, you know, you're in that list. You're in the featured list for however long it takes you to uh, be the 51st show on the network for that day. But it also puts you in the Blueberry set-top box apps, Roku, Boxy, Samsung, Smart TV, at least some of them. Uh, some of the Sony stuff, some of the, uh, the Google stuff, uh, and uh, I believe it also lists you in the Blueberry uh, iTunes network listing, but you know, for, for whatever that's worth. But uh, you, you definitely want to set that category because what that, or the parental rating, and you know, what that is, it's just like the TV, you know, TV 14, uh, TVY, TVY 7. And so on, you know, there's a whole plethora of stuff. And also you can select movie ratings if you want, but uh, you want to do the TV ones for the set-top boxes because they have to follow the same laws with the V-chip. But you want to you wanna make sure that tab, the setting, you know, the program listing settings tab at Blueberry uh, 
com is filled out properly. And then you want to go to your listing. And if I go to my listing for podcast help desk, everything looks good. It's got uh, all the uh, episodes that that I've done so far uh, in there. And everything's cool. The artwork looks right. The player plays. You know, it's got a, a add to iTunes, a subscribe on Android, an RSS link, and all those links go back to your website. They're not uh, Blueberry specific links. They go back to your own website. And you also want to you click on uh, uh, on the Blueberry listing and make sure everything's good. Is visit podcast homepage and just make sure that that goes to the page you want it to go to. And if something is screwed up on on that, then you need to go back to your PowerPress settings. And in PowerPress, you want to make sure you've got your all your settings in the feeds, the iTunes, and the artwork tabs. Make sure you have your artwork in all the spaces that it can be in. You want to make sure you have the feed title the way you want it and the descriptions and all that stuff. You want to you know, fill out those three tabs at least feeds, iTunes, and artwork tabs in PowerPress. And then once you get that all updated the way you want, go back to Blueberry.com, go to Manage Account Settings, and click on Refresh Program Listing. And it should refresh with all the stuff from your feed. And that's uh, that's the way you want to do that. Uh, one of the other things you want to do at Blueberry is make sure you have your service settings correctly set. So you go into, you know, manage account settings and look for uh, service settings. And in there you have three options currently. And I think one of them's going to go away in the future, but right now you have three. First one is publish from your own WordPress blog with PowerPress plugin. And of course that says recommended and I recommend that as well. And then there's publish from Blueberry to a homepage provided by Blueberry. So this is an option uh, mostly for people that don't want all the hassles of setting up their own website and all that. So Blueberry does do a website for you. Granted, it's not the fanciest website. It's not the most customizable website in the world, but it's a good basic podcast website. And I guess you could use it as a blog as you want. The problem with that is it's branded Blueberry. It's you know, you, whatever your keyword is, dot, slash blueberry slash, you know, or dot com, or not slash, it'd be uh, your keyword dot blueberry dot com. Sorry. But uh, anyway, so that's not really optimum, but it works for some people. You know, some people don't care about the branding, and I understand that. So Blueberry does have this all in one function that not a lot of people use, but it's there if you need it. But that's the second option in the uh, hosting method. It says select hosting method. You know, publish from your own WordPress blog or publish from Blueberry to a homepage provided by Blueberry. So if you're using WordPress and PowerPress, you click that first one. If you're not, and you're just going to use the page that Blueberry gives you, click that second one. The third one is publish from Blueberry to your own blog. And this is using a uh, other blogging platform. Uh, I do believe that uh, Blogger, Movable Type, uh, WordPress.com, and a few others, TypePad, yeah, I think Movable Type, I said that already, but uh, this is something that not very many people use. I think out of the whole Blueberry bunch, the, the, you know, the, all, the, all the podcasts on Blueberry currently, there's not very many, I think maybe four or five people that are using this option and it uses the meta weblog API and it's really geeky and, and, uh, not recommended. And I believe that option's going to go away in the future. That'd be something that we would set for you if you really wanted to use that. So, you know, pick one of the two, uh, usually the first one published from your own WordPress blog. And what that does is it sets up the uh, rest of the menu items. Because if you click on publish from Blueberry to a homepage provided by Blueberry, it gives you all the settings for that homepage. And, and you know, like I said, it's not a bad option for the hobby podcaster that wants to, uh, you know, just wants a place to uh, 
podcast, but doesn't really care about all the, the trappings. And, you know, I got to kind of get off my, my, uh, little soapbox about, uh, how people should podcast. Cause I mean, if you're podcasting and no matter how you do it, great, awesome, go for it. Uh, you know, there's no real wrong way. I cater to more the, uh, the, uh, upper level hobbyist or the low level professional, you know, I'm, I mean, I work with people from, you know, one end to the other, from enterprise to, uh, to, uh, you know, three guys around a table discussing sports, you know, just whatever is a hobby. But I, I kind of tend to, uh, lean towards, you know, using your own domain and all that. And, and that is important. So, and we'll get into that in, in another segment. Deb Inge over at blogworld.com's blog. It's the people behind the uh, New Media Expo has a great article about 10 reasons why it's essential to host content on your own platform. As I was ranting about in the uh, Blueberry Tip of the Week segment. But, uh, and as I said, I need to uh, back off of that a little bit and uh, maybe uh, have a little bit more open mind about that. Uh, but I, I tend to agree with these reasons here. Uh, the number one reason is all traffic comes to you. Just when you're on a, another platform to host your content, and I've talked about this a lot. I'm, I'm not going to read the article. You can read that, but I'll talk about this, the, the subjects here uh, from my own perspective. But I've talked about this before. You know, if you uh, are doing podcasts over at SoundCloud, everything you do has SoundCloud.com in the uh, name. You know, the feed, the the web page, such as it is, or actually just the listing page over at SoundCloud. All that you know, you're you're promoting SoundCloud. Even the player says SoundCloud on it. Uh, same thing with uh, Libsyn or Buzzsprout or you know any number of these all-in-one solutions. And even as we talked about Blueberry, you know, if you have a uh, have a podcast over at Blueberry that you are using the Blueberry provided website rather than your own, you know, you're promoting Blueberry. You know, your site's going to be whatever dot blueberry.com your feed's gonna be blueberry.com you know plus whatever and you know it's not your own platform so all the traffic comes to blueberry or all the traffic comes to soundcloud or buzzsprout or lipson or whoever you know it's not the best way to do it if that's your goal like i said not everybody's goal is the same i gotta deal with that <laughs> i'm working on it but one of the one of the things uh that she said that I liked. Here's a line from the article. It says, instead of putting all your eggs in other people's baskets, start your own basket. <laughs> I like that. I don't think it's t-shirt worthy, but I like it. Uh, your blog, your rules. And, you know, it's the same sort of thing. You know, if you are on Lipson or Buzzsprout or any of those blog talk radio, they've got their rules. Uh, you know, not so much as, you know, editorial rules. I don't think any of them have super strict editorial rules. I do know SoundCloud does not believe in fair use. And I don't know how the other ones are, but if you've got, uh, you know, your fair use rights under U.S. copyright laws, uh, SoundCloud doesn't uh, respect that. So uh, they'll pull your stuff down uh, regardless of whether you're actually uh, whether you're actually uh, allowed to to use that uh, material or not uh, under fair use. So you know that's one of the things you got to watch for uh, uh, with the platform that you use. If you use your own platform, you can do whatever you want. You know, uh, at Blueberry, and I know Lipson's the same way, and most of the other uh, hosts. Uh, they don't care what you put in the in the files. We're just f- hosting the files. We're not, uh, you know, we're not uh, hosting the editorial content. So, uh, number three reason is hello MySpace. <laughs> it says platforms don't last forever, and you know MySpace, you know, was a big big thing way back in the day, and now it's still. Yeah, I don't know how big it is anymore with musical acts and bands and whatever. I haven't uh, personally 
been there a lot. So, uh, uh, so it shouldn't be, uh, you know, a thing, you know, it shouldn't be a problem with a lot of the stuff, but you know, just think of MySpace. MySpace was the biggest thing on, on earth. And then along come Facebook and poof, there goes MySpace. So, you know, that could happen to, uh, you know, some of these other platforms, SoundCloud, you know, I keep beating on SoundCloud, but, uh, you know, SoundCloud may not be there in three or four years. You know, it may morph into something else. It might go poof, it, you know. So if promoting your own brand, you know, you're, you're always going to be there. You'll own the domain name. No matter what runs the domain name behind it, you'll be at that domain name. So you know, just think about that. Uh, something that a lot of people don't think about is... Uh, Search engine visibility, that's number four on the list. Uh, you know, for SEO purposes, it's a whole lot better to have uh, my underwater basket weaving podcast.com than it would be to have underwater basket weaving at soundcloud.com or whatever, you know, whatever platform you happen to be on. I'm, I guess I'll just beat on SoundCloud this time. But, uh, you know, your SEO and, you know, Speaking of SEO, and I'm not an affiliate. I probably should be, but uh, Daniel J. Lewis has a, a really good course on uh, SEO for podcasters. If you really want to get serious about getting found in Google or Bing or uh, especially iTunes and and all sorts of other stuff, go check that out over at the Audacity to Podcast. I don't even have a direct link to that, so uh, maybe Daniel will uh, will give me one of those and I'll add it to the show notes, but. Anyway, go check that out if you want to know all there is to know about uh, search engine optimization for podcasters. And uh, number five, it's your community, not someone else's. You know, that's, again, you know, on your WordPress blog or whatever platform you use, as long as it's your own .com, you can have your own community there. You can have, you know, your own mailing list. You can have comments on the posts, uh, you could have a forum if you want. I don't know if anybody really uses forums much anymore. Uh, you know, we do for tech support, but that's a whole different use case. But, uh, you know, it's your community. You build it how you want it. And the other great thing about it is you can change it. So, you know, if you're on SoundCloud or Blog Talk Radio or any of those, you know, all-in-wonder uh, solutions, you, know, you may not have all those options. And if they go poof... You don't get to uh, take your uh, community with you. Uh, it says you can monetize on your own platform. Uh, you can use your content platform as a basis for many things. I'm reading. You can highlight your expertise, build your business as a content creator for hire, or find different ways to monetize via ads, sales, books, e ebooks, seminars, courses, and other methods. Well, the point is, you have the freedom to do what you want on your own platform. I like that. This is your searchable archives. It goes back to some of the other things. You know, when you, you know, if you go back to, if you go to my MikeDell.com site for Mike Dell's World Podcast, like I said, it's just my little screwy podcast that I do mainly for myself. And if anybody else wants to listen, that's great. But you can find stuff back, you know, five, six years and it's still in the same place it ever was. It's uh, at MikeDell.com. It's not at, uh, you know, MikeDell at SoundCloud.com or MikeDell at MySpace.com or, or wherever, and, you know, which may not even be there in five years. You know, as long as uh, I keep paying GoDaddy for the domain name, MikeDell.com is there. Or any .com that you own is there. So, you know, your stuff is, is there, and it'll stay there. And like I said, you can... Move it around as you need be. Uh, you still own the domain name. Number eight, pride of ownership. That's sort of the same thing as seven. You know, you you can own the whole thing. It's your it's your baby. You know, and along with that, I, I must add, a lot of people think that this is easy. Well, if it was easy, there wouldn't be so many podcasts about podcasting for one thing, and there wouldn't be. Uh, so many podcast consultants out there to uh, to help you out. So it's not easy. It's not stupid difficult either, but it's not easy. So you have to educate yourself. So 
you know, when you own something outright, you've got to make it work. You know, you can't rely on, you know, like if you if you have a problem with, with something over at SoundCloud, if you can get a hold of them, you know, they, they're supposedly obligated to fix it. Now, you know, how good they are at that, you know, who knows? I mean, some of the biggest companies in the world have famously lousy customer service. So, you know, if you own it yourself, you know, you can search Google, you can hire someone to fix it or whatever, but you own it. And, you know, and the more you, the more you educate yourself on how it all works, the less you're going to have to pay. So, you know, yeah, owning it outright is ultimately more expensive in either time or money. So why not invest the time to save the money? Unless you just want to write checks and that works too. You know, uh, any number of us out here will, uh, will take those checks and, and uh, fix you up. So, <laughs> but at least you own it. Number nine is you could sell you know, you could sell the podcast. You know, if I decided that I don't want to do podcast help desk anymore and say uh, Daniel J. Lewis decided he wanted to do another podcast about podcasting, I could sell him podcast help desk. Well, here's the keys. Here's the login to the website. Here you go. I could do that. Chances are he wouldn't, but <laughs> or nobody else. But hey, you know, it could happen. I could do that. I'm not going to. Don't plan on it. But that could happen. And if you have a SoundCloud account with, with your name on it, you're, you know, you, I'm sure you could probably transfer that account, but really there's no ownership there. And number 10, you can still share on all the other platforms. And yes, you can. You know, because if you own your domain name, you could still put your podcasts over at, uh, over at Blog Talk Radio, if you want it. Over at SoundCloud, if you want. Uh, Stitcher, well, Stitcher, you should be on anyway. But you know what I mean. Be everywhere, but have it all point back to your own domain name. That's that's what I would do, and that's what I have done. Now, yes, I am now part of a network, but podcasthelpdesk.com is still there, and the agreement I have with the network is... That uh, yeah, they'll handle the uh, the uh, show at the network level. Uh, I'll still handle the show at my local level. So, but you know, I encourage you to go over to the uh, Modern Life Podcast Network listing for Podcast Help Desk and check out all the other shows over there. But I still own it. You know, the agreement I have is I still own it. I still own the domain. And at any time, Steve and those guys over there would uh, let me go from the network if I want to leave, which I don't. So, you know, the fact that I'm going through a network now does not negate the fact that I own this property, this web property. It's, you know, my intellectual content. It's my, uh, it's my show. And that's, you know, the great thing. You can join other networks. I'm also part of the uh, Tech Podcast Network, but uh, they don't own anything. I'm also listed on Blueberry uh, in the directory. I'm, you know, listed at Stitcher, listed at Spreaker. Uh, I believe I'm on iHeartRadio now, uh, thanks to uh, the Modern Life Network, Steve, <laughs> and uh, those guys over there. So I'm on iHeartRadio. I... I Oh, geez, what else am I on? I don't know. They're just all over. I'm all over the place. And and that's different than saying, you know, well, you can only listen to my podcast on Spreaker, or you can only listen to my podcast on SoundCloud, or you can only listen to it on my website, or you can only listen. No, you can listen to it anywhere. You can find it. I don't care. Just listen. But that's, you know, a whole different thing. If you don't own your own, you know, you can't syndicate that far and wide. So... You know, instead of being inclusive, or you know, some some of these other platforms are, you know, exclusive. They you know they want you to just be there. Uh, Podcast One is is an example. Uh, Podcast One has a policy that uh, none of their shows are going to be on uh, on uh, Stitcher, and you know, for whatever reason, I don't know, but. You know, they don't want to be on Stitcher. Well, that's their, that's their choice. They own it, just like you own yours. So if you don't want to be on Stitcher, then 
you won't be on Stitcher. If you don't want to be on Blueberry, you won't be on Blueberry. If you don't want to be on SoundCloud, then don't be on SoundCloud. But that's your choice. You can still put it wherever you want, or you can decide not to put it anywhere and just have it exclusively available on your website. You could even charge for it, but you can't do that if you don't own it. So I guess that's the, the gist of the article. It's a great article, and I probably talked more than uh, she wrote, but uh, check it out. It's in the show notes. It's at the blogworld.com blog. Jeez, and I thought I was going to have a short show today. So much for that. Although it probably won't be too bad. But uh, one last thing I want to talk about, uh, kind of not really a rant of the week or anything like that, but uh, I run into this a lot, and I've talked about this before, but uh, I want to reiterate that the nomenclature that you use for certain things to do with podcasting can really have an effect on your ability to communicate uh, you know, especially if you're asking for tech support and, you know, and I, I work it from that angle because I do tech support for podcasters and, you know, not to disparage anyone, but, you know, when podcasting first started, it was by necessity, a bunch of geeks, a bunch of, you know, tech savvy people were doing podcasting and a bunch of tech savvy listeners were listening. And now there's a whole lot bigger audience to go to because the tech level has has come down a lot for listeners and it continues to come down but the uh, back end of making a podcast hasn't changed a whole lot i mean it's changed you know the technology has changed and the services available out there have changed but you know the basics are the basics and you know the rss feeds are, are still important and all all the stuff that you know of re, all the, the stuff in producing and recording that's all important and you know now we've got a lot of people getting into podcasting that aren't necessarily tech savvy people they're content people and there's nothing wrong with that but as i was stating in the in the last section there you got to educate yourself and learning how to communicate a little bit better about what you're talking about when you're asking for help We'll go a long way. So, you know, some of the terms that I notice people don't quite understand is the term feed. Your feed is your RSS feed. This is the RSS link address and, and the actual, it's usually a file, an XML file, or sometimes it's dynamically generated, but it's written in XML, which you really don't need to know. But, uh, you know, PowerPress generates that. Uh, you know, these other services generate an RSS feed. And that is the main link to your podcast, period. But that's called an RSS feed or just a feed. Don't confuse that with other things. One that, A term that I hear all the time, and yes, I'm beating the dead horse, but iTunes feed. No, there is not such a thing as an iTunes feed, please stop it. Just isn't. There's an iTunes compatible feed. That's your feed with all the iTunes sprinkles thrown in there to, uh, you know, otherwise known as tags to make your podcast look right on iTunes. But there is not an iTunes feed. There's an iTunes listing and there's an RSS feed. The iTunes listing it's just that listing in the, in the uh, iTunes store for your podcast. And at risk of beating that dead horse a little bit more, that listing is a snapshot of your feed. It's not real time. So if you upload your podcast at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, at 5.05, it's likely that your iTunes listing won't show that episode. But it might show it two hours later. It might be three days later. But... You know, it's not a real-time thing. It's a snapshot of your feed whenever iTunes gets around to looking at it. And here's that iTunes subscription URL thing. The iTunes subscription URL, and this is something that really, really helps me when you're asking for help. If you have an iTunes subscription URL, give me that. And I can find out what your RSS feed is and make sure that iTunes is pulling the right feed. 
But basically, what that URL is is when you got uh, when you got uh, into the iTunes store, they sent you an email, and they sent you an iTunes subscription URL. They may call it something different every time. I don't know. But basically, it's uh, itunes.apple.com slash podcast slash, and then the title of your podcast with dashes in between. So, you know, if, like in my case, it's actually, I think in my case, it's uh, uh, Podcast Tech Coach, because that's what my show was originally named, and they don't change that URL when you change the name of your show. But anyway, but it's the title of your podcast slash ID and I think they're up to 10 numbers now, uh, 10 or 11, but there's numbers and then there'll be things after it. Like I said, question mark equals sign and all this other stuff. Don't worry about that part. It's, it's the numbers that are important, but that's what a subscription URL is. And, you know, you use that subscription URL in your PowerPress settings to populate the purple button, the purple subscribe button in the uh, subscribe widget or the uh, iTunes link underneath your uh, your episode player in your post. So you paste that into the uh, subscription URL setting in the iTunes tab in PowerPress, and voila. But you can use that for a lot of things. You can uh, use that to make your own links to uh, iTunes if that's what you uh, want to do. And also it lets me, as the uh, podcast consultant slash tech support guy, figure out what uh, feed iTunes is pulling uh, by using another tool, which is not public, so I really don't need to talk about it, but I can use a tool with that uh, with that number. Just all I need is the ID number, and I can uh, pull up and see what uh, iTunes is currently pulling. So if they're pulling something that's out of date, say you move from Blog Talk Radio to, to your own site, but yet iTunes is still pulling from Blog Talk Radio, then we can figure that out and figure out how to change that, which it's not always easy, but it works. Another real simple one, and this is this is a hard one to get your head wrapped around, so I'll try. The term podcast. You know, what do you think of when you say a podcast? Well, a podcast in you know written communications, in my opinion is the overall show or your series of episodes. Example, my podcast here is Podcast Help Desk. Episode or a podcast episode is one entry in your series of podcasts. Think of it like blogs, okay? People, and some people get this wrong too, but, uh, you know, I've got a blog and then I made a blog post. Not, I made a blog today about such and such. Now, you know, people like Dan Miller and I know a few others that say that, but that's not accurate. You made a post, just like today I'm making an episode. Today my episode is number 52, and whatever I name it, I haven't decided what I'm going to name it yet, I'll figure it out. But this is my podcast episode that I'm recording now. Not, It's not uh, that I'm making a podcast right now, I'm making a podcast episode at least in, you know, yeah, I, you know, I can tell my wife, I'm making a podcast tonight, you know, and she understands that I'm making an episode. But get that square, you know, your podcast is the overall show, and the podcast episode, or just episode, is one entry, one post in your blog that is your podcast. Because blogs and podcasts are really the same thing, just podcasts add media. Sometimes uh, audio, sometimes video. And even in weird, rare cases, ebooks and PDFs. But that's a whole other bag of worms. There's another term I hear a lot. I have an iTunes podcast. Well, you might, but doubtful. If you have a podcast that's all about iTunes, then you do have an iTunes podcast. Otherwise, no such thing. It's a podcast that's available via iTunes. It is not an iTunes podcast. And as I always say, stop it. <laughs> anyway, with that, let's call this a podcast episode. Of course, I always miss say that and say, let's call this a podcast. Well, we'll call it that, but it's really an episode. But anyway, with that, I'm going to get out of here, let you uh, get on with your day. You'll notice that this episode came out on Friday, the 12th. That's the new schedule uh, for the summer, at least. Uh, I found that uh, I have a lot better... Uh, 
chance of getting things done on time if I do it on Friday afternoon. I'm I'm one of the lucky ones that uh, I can make my own schedule, and for the summer, I take uh, Friday afternoons off because you know I usually make up for it through the weekend anyway. So uh, I'm going to start recording this on Friday afternoons. I may go live here soon. Uh, I'll look into how to exactly do that. It probably would be on Spreaker. I'm not sure, but I think that's what I'm going to try and do. And I'm not going to do video. I'm sorry. I have a face for radio, and I don't want to have to get all gussied up to be on camera. But uh, I, I will likely start doing this live. I might even have a chat room, although that'll be distracting as heck. <laughs> it's with me anyway. So anyway, I better get uh, going and stop saying anyway. Got to uh, record the Traverse City podcast. Uh, I'm going to do two podcasts in one day. Wow. Maybe three. I might do a Mike Dell's World, too. I don't know. We'll see. See how the voice holds out. Now, if you'd like to support the show, of course, you can uh, support the show by uh, uh, getting your hosting or your uh, premium statistics account over at Blueberry. Com and use the promo code HELPDESK. Promo code HELPDESK. And then I also got a new one here. Uh, I've got to... I didn't prepare this, but... Uh, you know, I've been uh, an affiliate with uh, Bluehost in the past for podcast hosting. Or not podcast hosting, but for uh, your WordPress hosting. But... Uh, I've got another deal here, uh, DreamHost, and I just had to make sure that my link worked, and it does. So if you don't have a website yet, and you want uh, $10 off if you pay a full year for uh, web hosting over at DreamHost, just go to podcasthelpdesk.com slash DreamHost, and uh, that will give you uh, 10 bucks off for a year of hosting over there. Uh, not sure exactly what that costs. I believe uh, with the discount, it'd be somewhere around 80 bucks for the year. So figure, you know, 690 something per month. So that's pretty good, and it's great hosting. And they're uh, partnering with Blueberry uh, to offer these uh, discounts and all that. So uh, go check them out. Uh, said podcasthelpdesk.com slash dreamhost and ironically dreamhost and bluehost are the same company but uh, you get a different deal with uh, each of the companies so of course my bluehost link I believe is still there yep it's still there right underneath the Amazon banner if you're going to go shopping at Amazon click my banner first and then go shop and I get a little cut of it and it doesn't cost you any more that helps me out a lot now, one last thing. We are part of Two Thumbs Up Media podcast directory. Speaking of directories, be everywhere. Two Thumbs Up Media. Uh, there's a big banner there on the sidebar of Podcast Help Desk. Check that out. Go check out the network at the Modern Life Podcast Network.com. I will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time.